For today's episode, I'd like to highlight the work of a fantastic industry charity. The film and TV charity supports people in the UK film and TV industry at every stage of their career and beyond. From their important work on mental health, which led to the creation of the whole picture programme, and their help for crew being affected by COVID-19. If you, a member of your family or a friend who works in the industry, needs help or someone to talk to, please go to filmtvcharity.org.uk. Let's get started. Hi, film family. So, welcome. Nice short ep, but today is the light at the end of the tunnel um, with a man who is a legend in the game, has been doing it for years, and has just given us all a lot, a, a, just a shining, a shining beacon of hope that we can actually still be filming whilst this lockdown is happening. So, um, hello, sir. What is your name and what do you do? Hi, my name's Chris Kelly, and I'm a filthy old uh, first AD, been at it for 26 years. Started first ADing in, well, no, 93, so 27 years. Nice. And what is it that you've done um, this week? Last week. So post, so post lockdown, um, yeah. So post lockdown, I went into probably shock initially, denial, depression, uh, trauma. Came out the other side, cancelled a lot of direct debits, mm. you know, yeah. suspended mortgages, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And then got a text message uh, just over a week ago from a friend who, funnily enough, used to be one of my runners, who's now a producer. And um, he and I had just done a job before the lockdown. And he just sent me this text. And he just, in the text, he just said, "Uh, you busy next week? (laughs) (laughs) And I just texted back, are you taking the piss? Because as well, you know, he started talking about April the 1st and I was like, hold on a minute, this is just a wind up, which I thought respect is due, good wind up. But um, he was totally serious. And he's like, we are going to attempt to do a TVC shoot using Zoom um, uh, as a tool. And um, we did it. We'd just done a two-day shoot. It, we needed, we took us uh, two days of prep. They'd been prepping for some time before yep. I got on board. For um, this, as in for this specific idea? For this specific ad, yeah. So okay. the creative was knocked together, very rushed creative was put together, yep. excuse me, by two very young creatives. And um, the whole idea was obviously self-shooting using a phone in your own home. So you've got a guy doing all these sort of scenarios he's in his own home so he's built a game show set in his living room and he's doing a workout video and streaming it to friends and he's doing he's djing a party in his bedroom he's got disco lights and whatnot and he's got friends calling in on the like we are now did you send builders in or was it all so no so no. what we did was so the art department they got the all the sets all the sets were built separately by different people props were brought together got together knocked up by different people nobody came face to face interacted no yeah. one interacted nobody and then basically stuff was couriered to his gaff this yeah. guy um so he had wardrobe sent to him and uh, he had the art department all sent to him and then phones and the all the techno side of it was sent to him the phone equipment and modems sent to him because believe it or not the guy was amazing fantastic actor didn't have any wi-fi in his gaff no way. Only what? Only Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so that was the only snagola, which, uh, yeah, did mean a lot of, uh, you know, issues. But anyway, it, it, it was amazing. So we managed to, we spent two days 
you know, art directing his house yep. for the different scenes. How would and you say, so well, just to quickly just go through that, would, there, would, would it be like for that specific moment, you'd have yourself, an art director and a director all on a call and he would just move things, like did he set up a phone where the shot was and then just move stuff as you needed it? Exactly. So he would wow. put a phone in place as to be the point of view of the shot yep. that we were going to gonna set. And as we would do on a normal set, you know, we, where we would stand, you know, with our cameras and our whatnots, our panel scouts or, you know, the viewfinder, and we would build the shot and set it. And so because of that, and therefore, because you've got one guy who's basically listening to five or six people, um, and obviously so the sort of drip feeding of comments and information had to be done in a way which was, you know, really everybody, everyone's stepping back and just letting the director speak and, nice. you know, and try not to talk over one another. So there was a process of sort of learning how to not bombard the guy with too many voices, mm. um, as you'd imagine. But I think we all quite quickly got into the methodology of that, of how that would work for him to be able to sort of take on what we wanted. But I have to say the guy was incredible. Mm. Young dude who was very savvy with techno stuff and, you know, uploading, downloading and, you know, with laptops and all the devices. So from that sort of techno side of it, that made it sweet as a nut. I mean, if you were dealing with sort of Maureen and Brian, <laughs> who sort of live in Pinner, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, that would tough. be slightly different. That would be slightly yeah, different. But, you know, we had some young 22-year-old guy. Um, and then we did also have, we also had a seven walk-ons. So then we were going to their homes and using their phones and and therefore we were shooting them in different outfits doing different things for different scenes in their home so it wasn't only the hero guy wow it was also nine uh, seven other people over the two days where we were dropping into their places you know and so wardrobe would call in ahead of us uh, to check their outfits uh, check the makeup and then we would come in and then i would have someone you know call them ahead of us say get them okay dial them into the call now Wow. You know, so then we have them in. Obviously, we had two creatives who were mm. listening in the whole time. We all where were the it. creatives? Are they in their own? Is creatives everyone in their, were own, in their home? own? Everybody was. Yeah, no one was together. Wow. So you've got this, the two creatives separate in their own abodes, probably yeah. somewhere. Director in her place. And what was hilarious, of course, is that everybody's got their family. Their flatmates, <laughs> partners, girlfriends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, trying to go about their life and like, turn the washing machine off, you know, turn that radio down, you know, all that sort of mayhem going on in the background. Yeah. Um, it's like that BBC News thing where the dude's like chatting yeah. all of a sudden his two kids <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That was just happening left, right and centre. And then so, and then what we had was the clients were three clients separate again spread yeah. all over the country one I, th I think one may have even not been in the country but so then they had access to uh, a central google drive mm -hmm. so the dit chap he as he was shooting the rushes he was then uploading it all onto google drive and then the clients were pulling it down um reviewing it and then whatsapping their comments into the creatives and okay. our producer so that time frame because you know on a, on a set time is of the essence yeah. and you kind of go right hmm. everyone's watching action mm. do the take get your feedback da, da, da. like the 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 time from the point that the director said i'm happy did it then go mm. to the client you know what time frame it was like right okay everyone well, gonna have a cup of tea we're gonna get yeah, sometimes notes. it was half an hour sometimes it was half an hour and actually on the final set 
on the final set, the final scene, it was almost it was about 45, 50 minutes after we'd wow. said, right, that's that. So now we'll wait, we'll wait to see if the client are happy. And there was a slightly nervous moment where we suddenly, when because it was like 10 to nine, and by then rap drinks were happening because we'd wrapped at five to eight. Yeah. So this was last night, Thursday night at five to eight. And then I said, guys, it's five to eight. Everybody right now, get outside and start getting ready to clap the yes, NHS. Nice. So, that, so I managed to get everybody that was man. gathered. I had about a dozen people on the Zoom. I said, get out now, put your drinks down. because everybody would start popping beers. Yeah. I put your beers down and get out and clap the <laughs> NHS. Come back in. We've yeah. not wrapped because we haven't had a sign off from the client. Yeah. And then about 50 minutes later, we got the final call. But I mean, I have to say it works. It was very smooth. The director was really calm and, you know, kudos to her. She, you know, she really, there was a moment, there was some moments of frustration. Yes. Um, but, but she managed to sort of like not let that show. I mean, I could see it cause I knew her. But um, in terms of the artist, you know, he was always, from my point of view, I was just like, look, we've got to keep this, we're in this guy's house. Yeah. You know, so he's got like a small two bed flat. Yeah. He lives with his mum and his two year old brother somewhere in East London. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you can imagine yeah. what that's like, you know, Moroccan family, single parent mum, you know, with a 18, you know, an older kid and then a really young kid. So yeah. I mean, that's hard work. And so yeah. they've and like literally as he's moving around the house, you're seeing all these boxes, every corner, <laughs> boxes, like all well, the art department's coming. Yeah. And like, you know, all the like chargers, modems, wow. phones, you know, all the gubbins. You know what it's like as well. Yeah. You know what we're like when we yeah, turn yeah. up with a load of gear. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, poor guy. He had nowhere to... There was one point where we were like, can you just ask your mum to just walk around the room? He's like, well, we can't because there's no room in here to walk around. That's <laughs> 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 your shit that you sent us. Oh my God. And then but, um, I guess from a logistics point of view, was there still, you know, did you still have to do the whole kind of roll video, turnover, quiet yeah. please, this kind of stuff? Yeah, all of that, all of that. And um, it was, it was like, so I would be a little bit more hands off in that respect because yeah. I just, it was so important for really just once we were into the shooting of it, it needed to just be one-on-one -on -one director and artist so uh and this particular director she's very much of that uh, world where she wants to have that connection with the artist rather yeah. than being some a director that will let us get on with it so mm. to speak she wanted so she would just like share yeah, she would roll camera and it was just between the her and like the DIT chap then because he was doing live screen capture as we would now offer zoom mm. but then also we were rolling on the phone itself so we were getting, you know, like, so the, the screen capture off the Zoom was like your CCTV, yep. whereas the, the HiQ, uh, HQ off the phone was like your rushes, which were then being sent up to uploaded to a drive wow. virtually. And, uh, where, and where's that, where is this hub? What's the, what's the central point of everything? Who's controlling the internet? So that, so that was this young guy, that was this young sort of techno dude sort of sat in this sort of warehouse flat, literally, you know, with probably, I think he's got about eight, flatmates that he had to pay to keep quiet and not party <laughs> all but around I, please it. shut up please <laughs> just <laughs> shut up literally but um i have to say he 
because not only was he, you know, you know, taking care of everything that was being shot, he was having to order, transcode the rushes, order all the rushes, you know, label them all up the clips, then upload the clips to mm. go onto the Google Drive so that could then go over to the clients. Also then be, so we'd always have like a constant, so not only the Zoom, but there was a constant sort of WhatsApp conversation running between myself, producer, the DIT guy, agency nice. producer, all of that sort of stuff. So all the sort of, you know, the sort of walkie-talkie chat was happening on a WhatsApp group, oh, okay. if you like. Yeah, Do you nice. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then there was a secondary WhatsApp group, which was just for client and agency, uh, which mm. I didn't touch. I just no. got the feedback from that. Yeah. So, um it's the future. Yeah. Mate, listen, that's the thing. At the end of the day, we pulled it off. And we yeah. pulled it off in spades. It was work to treat. We didn't do it over time. And the thing is, is like, you know, we've already heard this morning, Barry Coldham's got a call. I heard the other day that um, someone's trying to do the same thing to do a Groove Armada video. John Hassey's oh, out there. John, John Hassey's out there trying to get a Groove Armada video. <laughs> Come on, we can do it, guys. Come on. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Oh, yeah, man. So this is it. We're going to be all right. We're yeah. going to be all right. The light at the yeah. end of the tunnel. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and it was like, I think, wasn't it, wasn't it J. Arthur as well? It said that he did, he pitched, he was about to go and start shooting a movie and he's pitched for them to rewrite the movie within oh, okay. this sort of world so that they can shoot a movie like this. Brilliant. Do you know what I mean? The kind yeah, of sort sense. of Blair Witch, paranormal activity, kind of low rent, low budge version, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, I'm liking the fact that after that, because I'm being completely honest, I did the, I had the same kind of first week as you with the, oh my mm. God, what is going to happen? Um, sure. And kind of coming out the other side of that and then hearing stories like this, you suddenly kind of go, well, maybe, maybe the light at the end of the tunnel doesn't have to yeah. be, you know, a hundred people standing on a, film set all the time maybe yeah. in this time we're kind of we're going to adjust we're going to reset we're yeah. going to evolve yeah. there's going to be some yeah. jobs that actually people can do can things. still happen yeah. yeah i mean you know because obviously you see there's i think what's interesting what's good is there are a lot of companies like the mill like academy you know like these bigger more substantial companies who have got staff i've got a staff roster of of production teams who are going to be there going, right, what can we do? You know, and the same with the agencies, the same, you know, they've got their clients, their clients still want to advertise, you know? Um, so from our, in, you know, in the terms of what our industry stands for, I think there is going to be like a push to try and keep it going in some way, obviously in a much more lo-fi way. Um, and adverts being made, you know, purely graphic adverts are being made, obviously. Yeah. And um, I think, yeah, we, I mean, obviously, um, I bloody Tom Kelly's ringing me. <laughs> Tom Kelly's ringing me. Tom Whoever Kelly. Whoever he is. Oh, no, <laughs> he'll make it. I'm sure he'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, sadly, there's not going to be the volume of work. Yeah. There's, it means there will be some work rather than no work. That's yeah. what I hope. And that's yeah. what I take away from this. It's like, there's some hope, man. There's a bit of hope, isn't there? on a Friday, going into the weekend on our second week of lockdown, there's already a bit of hope. What can it. you say to that? You know, that's, that's good news. This is, this is exactly what I was hoping the podcast and these chats yeah. would be able to kind of yeah. bring. Cause it's like, 
your story, maybe not everyone's going to know that this is happening, but they'll listen to the podcast yeah. and go, oh, do you know what? And maybe it'll spark an idea in a creative or a director. Exactly. Go, do you know what? I was thinking, How amazing would that behind be? Me, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, let's just jump on a Zoom call, let's shoot a movie and let's get out of here, man. Let's... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, oh, mate. Well, look, thank you so Thanks much for, for your time. On. I appreciate you just kind of coming on and, and giving us your story, kids. I know for me, it's kind of put a smile on my face and it's going to put a smile on yeah. so many more people's faces. So big, Absolutely. Big love. big love. Thank you, mate. Right, I ladies appreciate and gents, it. Until we meet again, uh, listen, subscribe and share. And that is a wrap. <laughs> so that was a chat with the king or queen in the game. I give it a shout at the end so you all know the name. It's the Film Gods Podcast. The what? The Film God Podcast.